Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 30, I think, of the X Button Gaming Podcast. I uh, totally forgot to double check what episode this was before I started. So we're going to go ahead and assume it's 30, and I'm not stalling to try to look it up real quick. Um, I'm just just talking here. Episode 29! <laughs> 30 will be the next episode. The big three zero, guys. Uh, anyway, thanks for uh, bearing with me there. What did you think about that new opening? I say to nobody, because I'm just talking to myself right now. Maybe I'm talking to my guest, too. We'll find out in a second. Anyway, that's not a new opening. That was just something I thought I'd throw in there for today's uh, main topic. I mean, and it's a banger. <laughs> it th- it's a throwback for sure. Um, but anyway, I, I'm trying to figure out how to do more soundbite stuff on this for the episode. So we'll see how that turns out when I actually publish the episode. Anyway, thanks again for joining on episode 29 on episode 30. And today I have a special guest here with me. He's a first I- I- of this kind. Uh, and you'll know what that means. Actually, it's the first of a couple of things. Uh, anyway, now it's getting weird. Uh, I have here today with me Connor Skiba. How you doing, buddy? I'm I'm doing good. How are you? You know, I'm doing all right now that I remember what episode it is, and that the the Sega chant at the beginning actually worked. So I'll take that. I was trying to decide whether I wanted to do it before the the title music or do it afterwards, but I couldn't figure out how to fit it in before I started talking. Anyway. Thanks for joining me today. So, Connor, here's the question. How do we know each other? Oh, that's, that's a hard one. I think your sister is my mom. Here we go. So, yeah, it's super special because Connor is my nephew, the first family member by blood that I've had on here. I consider a lot of the people I've had on here uh, extended family, but he's the first uh, actual member of my family that I've had on here. So that's kind of exciting. And he's also by far the youngest mem- person I've had on here. <laughs> so how old are you, Connor? 14. 14. And I didn't ask that because I didn't remember. I asked that because nobody wants to just hear me talk constantly. So so 14, my nephew, and here to talk about some video games. So to get this started, let's go ahead and talk about what we've been playing. And I'm going to have you start that discussion for us, Connor. What have you been playing lately? Well, um, I've been playing a lot of... Not a lot. I barely played it recently. Pokemon Scarlet. Scarlet? Yeah. How have you been liking it? It's good. It's glitchy, for <laughs> sure. Because of glitches, I had to restart the game. How'd that happen? Um, I had beaten all the main storylines, except for like their final fights. So I was going to fight Nimona after you beat the Elite Four. And after I beat her, it puts you into the school, in your dorm. Uh, and I couldn't, so there's another fight for the, um, star, the Starfall one. Yeah, the Team Star. That you have to fight the director, Clavel, Clavel, I mm-hmm. think his name is. Yeah, that sounds right. But I, it wouldn't let me because of something. He was always used in his office and even at night I couldn't, I couldn't enter the battle with him. He wasn't even there. So I mean I was I was just straight up soft locked. <laughs> I could not progress. So the game basically got confused because you were done with Elite Four and you got sent back to your dorm, but the Team Star battle was supposed to happen, so there was like a disconnect there and it just totally soft locked you out of it, huh? Yeah. So that's pretty terrible. So you had to completely start over? Well, I had gotten a new switch and I had just brought my account over and I never I didn't bring any of the data over. So I just 
started a new save because I didn't really need anything from my old Switch. Oh, gotcha. You didn't transfer any Pokemon or anything? Oh, well, I probably should... I probably should transfer over the Weasel I got. Oh, because you got a shiny one, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to lose it, but at the same time, I, 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 do you still have that Switch? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you can trade it over. And of course, I or somebody else can help you with that, because you don't want to lose a shiny that you caught in the wild. I mean, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Never happened before, though, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, so what else have you been playing? Um, I've been playing Paladins recently paladins that's the it's kind of like overwatch right team-based yeah there's it is it's like the car is like cargo and stuff you have to make to the end so you have like showdown and stuff kind of different modes i've been playing it recently it's pretty fun yeah how many different what are the different modes in it there's like hmm. i've been played it for a couple days so it's kind of the one i play mostly is like um like it's hard to like most like whoever gets a certain amount of kills win okay so just like a basic um yeah t- i don't know what would that be called <laughs> just a basic versus match or whatever yeah. okay um that's like the only one i play so i don't really remember the other ones okay yeah i know i've never really played paladins but i know it's definitely kind of like an overwatch it was it came out in like response to overwatch to try to make their own free-to-play version of it right probably yeah what's what's the character you play as I can't remember his name, but he's like a big brute guy, kind of like the guy you play in the tutorial. Because I tend to play those guys a lot. The tutorial guys, yeah. you stick with what they teach you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's easiest sometimes, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have you been playing anything else? Um, yeah, Minecraft. Minecraft. Playing. What's that game? <laughs> it's a bl- it's a block game. It's blocky. Mm-hmm. Very. Well, Minecraft's been out for what longer than you've been alive now, right? Oh, it's been out for like twelve years. Okay, so not not there yet. Yeah. Well, it can't get there ever, I guess, yeah. if it hasn't been out for <laughs> for more than fourteen years. Um. Okay. So when you play Minecraft, like, what do you do? Do you play the story mode, or do you just kind of well, do like creative? There's not really a story mode. There's survival mode. I do play a lot of survival because I'm not the biggest fan of just being in creative. I usually play on a realm that Mark Bennett owns and me and my nephew and him play on it a lot oh, i used to play on it a lot you said my nephew and i was like what are you talking about dude and i forget that just like me you have a nephew who's only a few years younger than you yeah too. um yeah <laughs> it's crazy um so when you're playing in survival do you go for like what is it the ender dragon that you have to is that like always your end goal you try to defeat the ender dragon or do you well, just create inside of that survival world well, I always try to beat the Ender Dragon, but that's not really my final goal in the game. My final goal really right now is to beat the Warden. So I don't know who that is. It's new boss. It's like I think it has more health than the Ender Dragon. So, so they, okay, so I'm a Minecraft like I know barely anything about. I played it, but I'm not creative. I've never finished survival. I didn't know they added new. I know they add new packs and stuff all the time for like based off franchises or whatever. But I didn't know they were adding new, like, actual story, I mean, survival content. To me, it just seems like a story mode, but... Yeah, it's, like, the Warden is also really hard to find, because it's in a biome, very deep underground and really weird to find. It's called an ancient city. And just, like, I mean, with the strongest armor, with all the best enchants you can get, it can kill you in, like, two, three hits. Really? 
So the strongest armor. See, I've never even enchanted anything in Minecraft. That's how little I've played. <laughs> but that seems like you have. I mean, if you have all the strongest stuff with best enchantments and stuff, like how do you even get stronger than that to beat him? You Is just it just like a, a defensive? Gotta, okay. Gotta play smart, I so, guess. So have you beaten him? Um, no. I've fought him a couple of times with one of my friends. Like he was in creative, and I was just he was just kept spawning him. He was being very mean. <laughs> so he's just messing with you. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah. Uh, that's what friendship is, though. You yeah. just screw with your friends. So, I don't know. One of these days, I guess we could play some Minecraft together. I'm just, I'm so bad at being creative in it that it always is just kind of a, it just pushes me away from wanting to play it. Yeah, I'm not good at the building or things like that. I just like it because, I don't know. I just think it's a very fun game. Yeah. It's kind of like a comfort thing at this point to something to fall back on mm. all right well minecraft i'm sure is one that uh, a lot of people can relate to i know people love them so minecraft um have you been playing anything else yeah actually <laughs> oh, let's go what else have you been playing uh, undertale recently. undertale how do you like it it's pretty fun i haven't got that far i've had it for a while i started it and then it was i just got really mad at it and deleted the game and hadn't played it for two years <laughs> so you're starting fresh yeah i i think i've mentioned this on here before but undertale is just one of those games that people love i wanted to love it because i love the art style it's very very a lot of inspiration was taken from earthbound which yeah. obviously i love earthbound i love the music i just it did not click with me and I finished it, and I still was just like, I don't know. It, I need. I might need to play it again. Quick question: Did you do uh, pacifist or genocide? Um, I definitely did genocide because I didn't realize you could do like a no. Because mm. I mean, the beginning person that you fight is like your caretaker bunny lady, right? Yeah. And then you don't have to kill her. No, you and can I, just. I, keep I, I didn't spare. realize I could do that, and I killed her, and I was like, well, this is depressing, <laughs> <laughs> and just kept going with the game. Um. So how far into it are you then? A couple hours? I started it yesterday. So, you know, I beat that person you were talking about. Um, met Sans, and then I saved and haven't played it. Okay. So all right, what's your is your goal to actually finish it this time, or at least make it further than you did before? I want to finish it, but I don't know. The fights in Undertale are, like, really notoriously hard to beat. You can do it. I believe in you. I believe because you're my nephew and I can do it. <laughs> well, you're, I bestow that upon you. That's my gift to you're you. You're better at games than me. I don't know about that. Mm. I've seen you. You're pretty good when you put put the time into it. So I think you can do it. Just one day at a time. All right. I'm going to ask you one more time, though. Have you been playing anything else? Well, would you look at that? I have. <laughs> oh, what is that? <laughs> Long tile here. Naruto Shippuden ultimate ninja storm 4 oh wow so naruto i'm guessing it's it's naruto and it's an anime so i'm guessing it's a fighting game <laughs> yeah <laughs> on the nose that's i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty intuitive like that um okay so i have watched naruto i haven't finished uh, all the ship it in yet but as far as fighting game goes do you do you like it yeah it's pretty fun i'm not good at you're not good at I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Um, I'm not good at like the fighting games, but I like playing them. Yeah. I 
really terrible at fighting games. I mean, I'm okay at Smash, but that's about it. But yeah, sometimes when it's based off an IP that you really like, it's uh, it can make it even more fun to watch or play. So have you been watching Naruto then as well? Yeah. So was that kind of what got you to want to play it? Yeah. <laughs> so who's your favorite character? Shikamaru. Shikamaru. What a drag. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Now, I guess this is the last time. Have you been playing anything else? No. Oh, you sadly. disappoint me. <laughs> I was hoping this list would keep going. <laughs> Just this whole podcast be what I've been playing. Yeah. Well, w- at one point, that's going to happen. Somebody will have so many games that we run out of time to record an actual episode. <laughs> if they, you know, honestly, if any of my guests actually thought about it enough, they could, and it's their first episode, they could go back to all the games they've played in the last like five years and just <laughs> totally throw my episode for a loop. Um,. Okay, so as far as what I've been playing, I talked about on the last episode, I've been playing Crisis Core, uh, Final Fantasy VII, um, and I finally finished it, which I say finally, I think I finished it like not long after I recorded that last episode. Um, but as everybody, well, first off, I played the old PSP one. I really liked this version. It was a great just re- remake of it. They didn't change a lot. Um, it's been so long since I played the PSP one, I couldn't remember for sure if some things were exactly the same or not. And I meant to look it up, but I kept forget- I've kept forgetting. But I think it felt pretty much the same. Um, but overall, really liked it. Great story. Great gameplay. Uh, but I had one complaint. Oh, no. What's one thing that I do when I play games on PlayStation? I'm supposed to know this. I mean, you don't have you know it, but I will. It was me kind of just musing, and if you answered it, it would have been great. But I'm not great at this. <laughs> um, Trophy hunting. Oh, I, I was love say raging, but I don't rage. I, mean, I rage a little. Bit. Okay, I do rage, but not as often as other people. Anyway, uh, I love trophies, so I go for trophies and I try to get the platinum, especially in franchises that I really like. And I wanted to get the platinum in this game, and I grinded out all the missions, which. After a while, it gets really annoying because they're extremely tedious. Um, the last boss was extremely annoying, and I was super high leveled. I did. I had so much of the best materia. I was tried. I, I it took me a while, but I beat it. And that and I was some raging there. So then, at that point, I'm done. I've done the hardest thing in the game. I should be done, right? Well, all I had to do was get a couple of what are called DMWs. It's the game has a constant roulette reel that's basically like a slot machine that's constantly rolling, and it rolls pictures with numbers on them, and that gives you boosts as you're battling. But when it matches three pictures of the same character, it'll show a little video, and I needed three of those videos still to finish off the last trophy that I needed, and I grinded and I grinded and I grinded and I grinded and I did not get those three videos. I no joke even went to a super easy battle and let the game run for 12 hours while I was uh, working and doing other things just to try to get it to happen naturally while I'm not playing it and I didn't get any of them. So I've given up on the platinum and I'm mad. (laughs) So raging. Yeah, so I did rage a little bit at that because I mean, come on. That wasn't even supposed to be the hard part. I did the hard part. (laughs) But, so, yeah. That was my my Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core reunion story. I loved the game. I hated the grind for the trophy, and I don't even have the platinum to show for it. (laughs) But, uh, overall, if you've played Final Fantasy VII and you want uh, some good prequel content, it's definitely worth playing. Um, Let's see. And I also 
started playing a game called Record of Lodas War. Um, I should have written it down. Deedlet of the Lost Dungeon. I don't know. That's not right. Um, anyway, it's a Metroidvania-style game. You know what? Are you familiar with Metroidvanias? I think I've heard of it. Yeah, so basically, Metroid and Castlevania are both known for their exploration, action, adventure style game. Um, and that's exactly what this was. Um, super short. I want to say I beat the whole game in about five hours, and I got the platinum trophy and everything in that time. Um, but it was fun. It's based off an old anime manga from the 80s and 90s. Um, I wasn't familiar with the con- the characters or anything, but uh, I really enjoyed the game nonetheless it kind of got me a little interested in possibly looking up uh the anime or something um and then other than that the only other game i've been playing since the last episode is what i just started and it's going to be more talked about in the actual content of the episode but that is sonic frontiers i started playing it on uh just on monday i think it showed up and yeah i've been playing it the last couple days and i'm not going to say much because we'll talk about it later but i will say that i have been thoroughly enjoying it i've been shocked by how much i liked it um so on that note we'll move out of the what we've been playing um part of the episode (laughs) and uh we'll move on to the news did you have a news item that you wanted to talk about yes i did I found this today because I totally forgot that I needed a news item. Well, sometimes that's the best time to look for news because it's super relevant at that point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, one day ago, um, Ubisoft announced that they were canceling uh, three three untitled games and that they were going to delay their their game Skull and Bones again for like the sixth time. Oh, jeez. That's that pirate game, right? Yeah. So, that was supposed to come out pretty soon, right? Yeah. Did they say when they're delaying it to? I didn't really. Oh, you didn't? So they're just delaying it? Yeah. And nothing about what games were canceled, huh? No. They just said they canceled some games and delayed Skull and Bones, and then they dropped the mic and left? Well, it says they canceled three unannounced. They weren't announced, but they... Okay, stuff they were working on. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's kind of... I mean, Ubisoft has so many big franchises, it makes you wonder... If any of those unannounced games were based off of an IP that, you know, maybe people wanted something from, like Rayman or, um, I I would say Assassin's Creed, but they still constantly release Assassin's Creed. Maybe Splinter Cell? I don't know. There's all these franchises out there that they do that they haven't done anything with for years. So, well, hopefully it's nothing that we wanted, but I guess we'll never know. So, Mm -hmm. that's all right. And as far as news items for me, uh, I, there's not been a lot of news, um, we're coming up on the part of the year where we should be getting hopefully a Nintendo Direct or a PlayStation Showcase or something, and the rumors have been going around that those might be coming up, but it's been kind of slow going, so I did some looking for an article or something to talk about that I found interesting, and I found something that I thought I would bring up. It's just this, it's a study that was done in the UK. Um, this company, uh, King Casino Bonus UK, that's the name of this company. I have no idea what they are, but I'm guessing some kind of gambling thing. They did a study of the top most, um, popular video game franchise franchises of all time. And they based this not off of like, uh, like talking to people like a, what's it called? Like a survey. Um, but instead just the revenue, <laughs> which I mm-hmm. thought was kind of funny. I'm like, I guess if you want to base a franchise just off of how popular it is by how much it's sold then that's one way to do it but i figured why not bring this up according to this these are the top most popular games of all time 
The, the, do you have any idea what the most popular franchise of all time is? Well, I would have to say probably like Pokemon. I mean, that's a good guess. It's the second highest. But according to this, the most popular gaming franchise of all time is Call of Duty. Which mm-hmm. feels a little cheap because Call of Duty does release a new game every year on every console. <laughs> and uh, maybe not every console. They don't do it on the Switch, I guess. But there's a lot of Call of Duty out there. But it is pretty popular, I guess. But anyway, Pokemon was second. Oh, Call of Duty is apparently at $30 billion at this point. Pokemon was the second highest at $27.1 billion total. Then the third most popular, Super Mario... At 22 billion, Space Invaders was fourth at 16 billion. Pac-Man was fifth at 14 billion. Crossfire, I don't even know what Crossfire is. I've heard of it. Like, what's Cross? Is it? All I know is the old board game. <laughs> anyway, Crossfire at 13 billion. I should have looked that up. Street Fighter at 12 billion, and Dragon Quest also at 12 million. So, I don't know how much merit this list has for anything. I I know people like Call of Duty, but I don't know that I'd ever say it's one of the most popular just because it sells well. I think it's just something to do. It's like Fortnite. Fortnite is something to do. Everybody plays it because it's free, but it's not necessarily one of the most popular franchises of all time. So I wonder if... I don't know. It's a weird article. It's really not even news, but nonetheless, I brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) Better than nothing. Yeah, which is what I had. Maybe I should have left it at that. (laughs) I don't know. Um... Okay, so that's what we've been playing, which Connor had more than I did, and uh, that's the news. So now we're going to go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of the conversation, and that's about a little blue hedgehog. So, Connor, when I talked to you about coming on here, I asked you, what did you want to talk about? What did you tell me? I want to talk about um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. The fastest thing alive, made by a little company called. Sega. I have no idea if I could get this episode banned because I used the sound bit. Because <laughs> I just pulled it. <laughs> Copyright <laughs> infringement. Um, but I wanted to put it on here, so I did. So, anyway, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to do a little bit of history on Sonic the Hedgehog. So, this discussion will be about just the mainline games. Um, Basically, the the 2D platformers and the 3D platformers. Um, but first, a little history about Sonic. Um, what do you know about why they created Sonic, Connor? Well, they wanted, you know, they wanted him to be like a rival to um, the big man Mario, the big guy, the plumber extraordinaire. <laughs> yep. So that's why they were like Sega had already been out with the the Master System. But they knew they needed a killer IP, something, a mascot to really rival uh, Mario. And they had Alex Kidd before that, but he wasn't doing it. Nobody wanted that little white boy. So they instead made the Blue Hedgehog. And the cool thing about Sonic is when they marketed him, they tried to market him not to little kids, though obviously it was going to appeal, but they wanted to market him to like more teenagers. And that's why they gave him so much attitude. Sonic has always been known to be kind of a punk. You know, he's, he's obviously the good guy, but when he fights with Robotnik, he's not just going up and punching him and running. He's <laughs> giving him attitude first. He talks back, you know, like in the cartoon, that's what he did in the games. You know, when you're wait when he's waiting for you, he doesn't just stand there and wait. He taps his foot, looks at his watch. He gets bored. You know, there's that attitude and that's what they wanted with Sonic. And yeah. And another, like another reason that they like wanted to market to a, an older audience, like the teenagers, because they knew if little siblings see their big siblings playing it, they'll want to play it. Mm-hmm. 
And it worked. I remember. So when I was Sonic came out originally when I was only like four years old, but I had a Nintendo. But I remember seeing Sonic, watching the cartoon, and seeing the games and stuff, and always thinking Sonic was so much cooler than Mario. And now that I'm an adult, I I like them both probably equally, but there's still sometimes a little bit of a pull to Sonic games. And I want to say that all goes back to being a kid and their advertising, um, and how they published or pushed <laughs> Sonic to. To the masses. So anyway, let's get into the conversation. So we're going to start off with the game that started the franchise, which was just straight up Sonic the Hedgehog that came out on the Genesis and the Master System, and it was released in, on June 23rd, 1991, which it came out on the Genesis first. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting because you'd think the Master System was the older, it was the 8-bit console it was the older console you would have thought it probably would have came out there first and they revamped it and made it for the genesis later but that is not what happened they uh made it for the genesis and also released it on the master system a few months later um but this is the game that kicked off the franchise you got classic sonic they had that attitude that they sold him as as having and um yeah i mean as far as it goes this this game probably shows its age more than most but without it we wouldn't have the franchise it started off so many of the series staples like collecting rings um the rings also being your lifeline you lost your rings and you get hit you're dead um other things like that's the introduction of dr robotnik comes right from the beginning um, his weakness to water and that that super intense uh, drowning music <laughs> <laughs> gives the th- the stuff of nightmares. Um, Green Hill Zone, some of the classic music, uh, checkpoints, bonus levels, a lot of stuff started with Sonic One. Um, have you ever played Sonic One? Yeah, I thought it was pretty fun, but one thing I don't like about it is how you go from Green Hill Zone, this fast-paced, amazing level to Marble Hill Zone, which is slow-paced and, frankly, really boring. Yeah. I like the music in Marble Hill Zone, but you are right. Because of the moving platforms, you don't get the speed. You're constantly jumping and hitting platforms, and it, it is more of a labyrinth, and there's no denying that the best Sonic games do better with a lot of straightaways. Obviously, you need a little bit of that to mix it up, but Marble Hill Zone is a labyrinth. I also introduced... Um... Wasn't it like wasn't there just labyrinth like the labyrinth one where it's just all underwater? Oh yeah, what's that? Yeah, I should have looked up more names of levels, but I know it was the first one. It the, was so so bad. Yeah, it's all the jumping and stuff is hard underwater. Um, and there's no denying if you've ever played, which we'll talk about more in a little bit. But if you've ever played basically any of the Sonic games, Sonic One was missing the speed because it didn't have the spin dash yet. So, now that we're talking about the spin dash, let's get into the next one. What was the next game that came out, Connor? Well, that would be Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which came out on the Sega Genesis in November 24th, 1992. Yep. Only a year later, and uh, they already figured out how to upgrade the our little blue hedgehog. So, what were some of the things they added in Sonic 2? Well, probably one of the most notable is everyone's, t- everyone's favorite, Two-Tailed Fox, t- Miles Tails Prower. Mm-hmm. Yep, that added his sidekick, that added the opportunity for a two-player mode, which, honestly, have you ever played Sonic 2 two-player? No. Um, So I remember my friend Nick, me and him used to play, they had a Genesis, so whenever I went over there, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is one of the games we'd almost always play, that and Toji Mineral. Yes, Hannah, I'm mentioning Toji Mineral again. Um, (laughs) And Sonic 2, 
I was acting like they're a sass there, but I'm just I'm just joshing with you. Um, I thought you were Chris. I'm just Chrisin' with you. Can we change that term to Chris? <laughs> just Chrisin' with you? Don't shake your head, no. <laughs> we're making it happen. Fetch will become a thing. Um, so, anyway, Sonic, fast. Oh, they added the spin dash, too. So, now you go, it goes from fast to super fast. But Tails doesn't really get to do a lot. And the second Sonic takes off, Tails gets left behind. <laughs> so the second player, whoever got to play Tails, usually the younger brother person, always got left behind. <laughs> and it was frustrating. Um, but that being said, I still have a lot of fond memories with this game. Have you played it? Uh, yes, I do. And I love this game so much. Yeah. It's a classic. And I just uh, today, ra- randomly good time, because I bought it a, over a month ago. But just today, I got a poster, an uh, official art print that I bought um, based off of Sonic 2, which I got to show you before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Now I just got to get it hung. <laughs> yeah, Sonic 2 is easily one of the staples of the franchise. And even though it's uh, tw- 30 years old now, geez, um, it holds up. It really does. It's one of the best in the franchise. Um, all right, so the next game to come out, and this was news to me. So... I guess I should have said this before, but I did a lot of, we both did a lot of research for this episode, pulled a lot of information, tried to, you know, we're not going to spend a ton of time talking about each one, but tried to have at least a little bit to say about all the titles. And uh, most of this information, a lot of this was pulled off of Wikipedia. So if anything I say is wrong or incorrect, you can blame me for not reaching out further than that, but also correct me and I'll fix, I'll, I'll, um, probably forget but i'll try to correct myself in a future episode that i was wrong (laughs) but anyway the next release i had no idea was sonic cd um it came out on november 19th 1993 for the sega cd so for those who are listening that might not know the sega cd was a uh, attachment for the sega genesis it came out um apparently in 1993 or so, and this was the title that they tried to use to sell the Sega CD. I learned a lot about the Sega CD, which I don't need to get into, but just because of the research I did on this. Um, so they wanted uh, a Sonic game to help sell the sell it, and the, this was actually a very unique game because it introduced the time travel feature, um, which played a big part in the story and the gameplay. So you travel through time, and um, there's different versions of all the stages, with alternate layouts, music, and graphics. Um, So, fun fact, I have never really played this game. I started it once, but I never made it very far. Have you played this game, Connor? Um, I played a little bit. All I know is that I hated it. (laughs) So why did you hate it? Because the time travel was just so incredibly weird, hard to understand and stuff. And then... I didn't like the level designs very much. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things. Nothing is for everybody. I know this game is one of the most highly rated, one of the most lauded. People love this game. If you talk to people who have played uh, all of the, most of these games, a lot of them will say Sonic CD is their favorite. Um, but yeah, what I played, I found it to be a little confusing just because of the time travel like I, I had trouble keeping up with where i was supposed to be but i didn't play it very long and i have wanted to go back to it and i wish i would have had time to play it before recording this um but i with everything else i've been playing i didn't have time but what were some of the if you don't mind me asking what were some of the um big additions that they made to the sonic franchise with this game 
Well, they added, you know, Amy and the Metal Sonic. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big one. Amy's still a mainstay. Where we just saw her in Sonic Frontiers, and Metal Sonic has been somebody who's come back over and over again throughout the yeah. franchise. So yeah, shockingly enough, Sonic CD, uh, the third release in the Sonic uh, franchise on the Sega CD. So now, what game came after Sonic CD, Connor? Sonic uh, after Sonic CD, that would be Sonic. The Hedgehog 3 for the Sega Genesis, which released February 2nd of 1994. Yep. Um, so in this one, yeah, I didn't know this, but they originally started it out to be an isometric 3D game, um, but decided during the, the development of that to scrap that and continue with the straight-up um, just 2D-style Sonic but what they kind of created at that initial run was and would end up becoming what Sonic 3D Blast was. Huh. Um, <laughs> the shutters, the shutters are real. Um, so Sonic 3 was made in conjunction at the same time as Sonic and Knuckles. They were planned as one game, which I thought was pretty unique, but they were just too big for the cartridge. So that's why they ended up becoming two separate cartridges. Um, one of the most interesting facts, and I had heard this before, is that um, Michael Jackson actually composed part of the soundtrack. But for some reason during the, um, the production time, he dropped out and never finished it. So some of the music in the original releases is stuff that Michael Jackson had composed for the game. Um, but in future releases, it's been replaced. It's not in all of them. It's in some, it's not in others. But that's why Sonic 3 for years was the was the odd man out and wasn't re-released on all of the compilations because of that um, music in there. Yeah, and because he left, I don't think they actually, like, credited him in, like, the credits of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I would be curious. I wonder, I didn't do any background research on it, but I would be curious to find out if there was a reason why he left or why he was even a part of it in the first place. Was he just a huge fan of Sonic the Hedgehog? Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to keep that coming to myself. Um, <laughs> all right. So what game came out next? That was me. Sonic and Knuckles. That is you. <laughs> uh, Sonic and Knuckles, which we just talked about a little bit, on the Genesis, came out um, just later that year, October 18th, 1994. <clears throat> so what was the most interesting thing about Sonic and Knuckles, Connor? Well, was it, it was the, um, like, how you could put another cartridge into it and play... As yep. Knuckles in Sonic, I think, 3 and 2? Yep. That's exactly it. So, I never had Sonic and Knuckles. I want to... I mean, I never really had a Genesis growing up. Um, I want to say I have played it, but I don't think I've played much of it. But that was the thing that always stood out to me. It was called lock-on technology. So, yeah, like you said, with that, it had a slot on the top that worked just like the Genesis. You could pop another cartridge in, the, in there. So for Sonic 3 and Sonic 2, when you'd insert in them, it would become Sonic 3 and Knuckles and Sonic 2 and Knuckles. Um, and then you would get the option to play through those games as Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty cool. If you inserted, inserted in any other cartridge, um, it would throw up a... Robotnik would come up and he would say, no way, and it wouldn't let you add Knuckles to Tojima and Earl or, <laughs> or even Sonic 1. Um, but it instead, after that screen, would um, let you play a little mini game that they called. What did they, I swear Blue I had it in Blue Sphere. Yep. So, and I've never played that. Like I said, I've never owned the cartridge, but now I kind of have a 
well, I don't know if I have a Genesis anymore. Um, I had one at one point, but yeah, it would be kind of fun to to mess around, get the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge in there, and stick something else in there just to see what it does <laughs> and play that Blue Sphere. Have you seen the videos on um, Instagram and TikTok <laughs> or whatever of people doing the Tower of Sonic and Knuckles cartridges? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. All right, Connor, what game came out next? Well, you know, that would be Knuckles Chaotix for the 32X, which released on April 20th of 1995. Yep. Are you familiar much with the 32X? Not at all. <laughs> Not surprised. I would assume most people who aren't collectors or weren't Sega fans in the 90s know much about the 32X. It was their failed... So they had the Sega CD, which was one attachment that was obviously took CDs. The 32X was their other attachment to try to keep them somewhat modern and it obviously did 32-bit games. Um, and I don't I don't have a number in front of me, but I want to say there was less than like 30 games on the, on the 32X. It wasn't a super success. Um, but Knuckles Chaotix is the one game that I always wanted a 32X for because I've always wanted to play this game. Fun fact, I love Knuckles. I mean, I think Sonic was always cool and I always liked it, but liked him, but Knuckles was the guy that I just thought was the most cool. Is he is he a, is he a favorite character from the Sonic franchise? Definitely. Um I mean, recently, um I got that Sonic controller holder thanks to you and your mom that I have holding my blue PlayStation 5 controller. It's like Knuckles is holding a Sonic colored controller. Yeah, I don't know. I tried. Um so what were some of the notable things about Sonic or Knuckles Chaotix. Well, they added um, the Chaotix. I don't know all their names, but I know there's that there's Charmy B. I think her name was. Or, mm-hmm. Then there's the Crocodile, and I think a sound like a lizard. Yeah, the Chameleon Espio. Yeah. Um, and then Vector the Crocodile, oh. and then Mighty the Armadillo. Oh yeah. Um, each of them had their own moves. It was kind of unique. It was very unique game in the fact that. I guess you could play the whole thing two-player because there was always two characters on the screen. Knuckles was one, and you could pick a second one, I believe. And they were tethered together. So it worked as a rubber band. So you had to maneuver the characters um, together to make it through the level. Apparently, that made the game somewhat clunky. Um, Clunky? I've heard that before. Uh, In the collector's realm, this is kind of the grail of the 32X um, it is not a cheap game, especially if you get it complete in box. I want to say it's like 300 bucks. Um, but it's also pretty widely considered to just not be that great. Yeah. And uh, they, it's interestingly, they don't add this game to any of the compilations. I don't know if there is one that has it, but over the years I've had the Sonic Mega Collection on GameCube the Sonic Genesis Collection on PS3, and most recently the Sega Genesis Collection on, um, what is it? The on Switch, and you mean like Sonic Origins? Is that what you're talking about? Not the Origins Collection, because that's yeah. just Sonic games, right? Um, the Sega Genesis Collection was a collection of a bunch of Sega games. Which, granted, mm-hmm. that did say the Genesis Collection, so I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't add a 32x game to it, <laughs> but none of those had knuckles chaotix on it and i don't know if any of these collections ever have you said it goes for a lot of money like inbox like yeah that. the complete one does that's crazy for a game that's not even considered to be good and then maybe it's the masochist in me but because people say it's not very good i want to play it even more i i know it's yeah so the cartridge only this is on price charting so obviously it's a little a fluid but 130 bucks for just the cartridge 250 dollars is the average for a complete copy 
So yeah, it's it's not cheap. I, it's actually not the rarest game on the 32x because there's that Spider-Man game. Um, Spider-Man game. There's a Spider-Man game. I don't think it's uh, Web of Shadows. Look at that. I type in barely type in Spider-Man. Oh no, it's not Web of Shadows. Whatever. I'm getting <laughs> off topic. We don't. This wasn't a conversation yeah. about Spider-Man or the 32x necessarily. But long story short, I want to play it one day. Also, I think the box art's really cool. So, have you ever seen the box art? No, actually, I have not. I'll show you real quick. Because that's what we do here. We show people things that they didn't know they wanted until I've talked to them. I just like the box art. Oh, I, never mind. I have seen it. Yeah. I like it. And I really like the, the Chaotix. I've always thought they were cool characters. Because um, I read the comics when I was a kid. So they the, were in the comics the a lot Archie more. comics? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, the, the Chaotix are like my favorite people to play in in Sonic Racing. Yeah, I can get that. I've never really played much Sonic Racing, though. But I should, just so I can play as the Chaotix. I'm kidding, I hate that game. <laughs> Is that Sonic R? Like the new? No, uh, Sonic Team Racing. So, oh, the, okay, Sonic Team Racing. The new, new one. I don't like racing the newest games. I'm hit and miss on I like kart racing games, but I don't play a lot of them either. Um. Okay, so the next sonic game that came out was the also the first of the 3d sonic games um was sonic 3d blast which came out in the genesis and the sega saturn in november on november 7th 1996 i don't know if it came out in both systems on that i think it just came out in the genesis but um have you played this game um i played a little bit of it because i have sonic mega collection um it I stopped because I thought I was going to die because it hurts my eyes so much. Yeah, it is that isometric 3D. It is not pretty. And so when I played this game first, I want to say it was also on that Mega Collection. I think that's the first time I had access to it. And I, for years, would eat up anything Sonic. Um, And I hated this game. Mm -hmm. I have not gone back and played it. I don't know if maybe my opinion would change as an adult with a different appreciation of video games. But man, I hated it back then. <laughs> I think I played two levels and was just like, uh-uh, not for me. I couldn't even get through the first one. I played it like two weeks ago. Yeah. It's not a pretty game. I mean, I appreciate what it is as the first 3D Sonic game. Um, but yeah, not a lot to say about it. It's in Europe and Japan, it's called Sonic 3D Flicky's Island, um, which is possibly a better name than Sonic 3D Blast. And... Uh, on the Genesis, apparently, it was a much better-looking version, which I don't know if the version that I played on the Mega Collection was the Genesis or the Saturn version, but, yeah. Either way, not my favorite game in the series. But after that, we continue on in the 3D realm with which game, Connor? Probably one of the... Probably more known than Sonic 3D Blast is Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast, which released September 9th, 1999. Yes, and um, I guess for note, too, all of these dates are the American releases. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't realize this game came out a whole year earlier in Japan. I didn't realize the Dreamcast came out a whole year earlier in Japan, um, which is pretty nuts. But, uh, yeah, Sonic Adventure is a pretty huge release. So it's kind of, I'm trying to, <laughs> it's odd because I don't have a lot of guests on here that aren't, that are so much younger than me, but you have no recollection of when Sonic, <laughs> obviously, Adventure came out, because you weren't even born yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you were, what, 10 years from being born at that point? Um, About nine years? Nine, probably. So, yeah. I just remember this, the crazy hype I had for this game, seeing the previews for it, 
seeing it on display at Toys R Us and just being so stoked because it was Sonic in this beautiful 3D world. Hmm. And even going back and playing the game now, I'm not going to rave about its controls, but graphics-wise, the game actually still looks pretty good. Considering that it's a... How old is that? 25 years old almost at this point? It's a... It's done a good job of aging pretty well for being early 3D. Um, I mean, because the Saturn was 7th, 6th gen, so it should have been... It was along the lines of the GameCube and stuff, and those graphics have aged a little better than I think people give it credit for. But um, what were some of the the features of Sonic Adventure, Connor? Well, Sonic 2 may have been able to add, you know, multiplayer, but Son- uh, Sonic Adventure added like whole different stories like the best one of all bigs fishing yeah it's true big big is awesome yeah and that's what was this the introduction of big the cat i believe it was I'm, yeah i'm pretty sure it was and they also had e102 gamma mm-hmm. um you could and these are all characters you could play as sonic tails knuckles amy big the cat and e102 gamma um and then you had the epic bo- boss battle. Boss battle. I don't know what a faddle is, but <laughs> the battle at the end of the game against Chaos, um, where you got to, uh, if you got all the emeralds, you get to be supersonic. I was gonna more. say that it was like Metal Sonic, but that's, I think that's Heroes instead. I think you're right. Um, yeah, because this one was Chaos, the weird like Water liquidy. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't get to play this game much on dreamcast because i didn't have one but i did end up picking the, the gamecube release when it came out a few years later once they started making stuff for other consoles and yeah i thoroughly enjoyed this game uh one of my favorite parts being the chow garden oh yeah uh chow garden is just a lot of fun you get the so for those who don't know chows are like they're little i don't know what you'd call them they're little animal things but they don't even look like animals they look like little water droplets with bodies and uh, you could raise them as a virtual, they're your own little virtual pet. You can raise up this whole garden. You could take them on the Dreamcast. You could take them out on the, the memory card, which was the VMU that had a little screen. And you could continue to raise them on there and play with them, put them back in the game. It was just cool. They had races, competitions, and all kinds of stuff. And I remember just, like, being obsessed with this on on the GameCube. And on the GameCube, you couldn't even put it on the VMU. But it's a really cool concept. This is just a great game, and I do feel like, as far as Sonic goes, I I will say, like I already kind of mentioned, the controls maybe haven't aged super well at this point, Mm. but the game still is kind of a must-play, I think. Um, The next release was Sonic Adventure 2, which came out in the Dreamcast first on June 18, 2001, and then was later released on the GameCube, Um, which was actually, I believe, the first game, the first Nintendo the first game they released on a Nintendo console um, after the the fall of the Dreamcast. <laughs> um, so, uh, did you play Adventure 2 at all? Well, <laughs> I yeah, I got it on my Xbox. Um, I do have, for what it is, it's it probably, like, when it was released, it was probably, like, one of, a very good game. But now, I mean, I couldn't get past the first stage's boss because I couldn't hit it. I didn't know what to do to hit it. I would jump into it, and I would take damage. It was... Oh, man. Yeah, it, it's... Nowadays, that's the problem with some of the older games, the older 3D games. Mario 64 is a, is an extreme example of proper controls because that game is... Oh, I mean, we're coming up on its 30th anniversary almost in a couple years, and it controls... are The controls for it are still so smooth, but the Sonic games didn't have that same uh, 
courtesy. I don't know what the right <laughs> word is. Um, but yeah, it's for what it is though. It was a really cool game. I remember, I think I was borrowing a friend's Dreamcast, and I rented that game um, from Hollywood Video. I want to say, and I remember playing. It was cool because you got on one end you could play the heroes, Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, and they were trying to save the world. Or on the other end, you'd play as the villains, Shadow, which was this, this was Shadow's first introduction too. Um, Shadow, Eggman, or Rogue. It is Rouge. Rogue. Rouge. Rouge the Bat. Thank you. Um, and they were attempting to conquer it. So um, it's a pretty cool game. They brought back the Chow Garden, which was really cool. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on Sonic Adventure 2? Uh, one sec. I'm looking at my notes here. No, I do not have anything else to say. Okay. So then after this, we go back to the 2D platforming um, Sonic games. So Sonic Advance, and I just grouped them together even though they came out over the course of a couple years. Um, Sonic Advance 1, 2, and 3. Oh, this was your turn, wasn't it? (laughs) I just like talking too much. Well, what years did they come out, Connor? Um, 2002, 2003, and 2004. Yeah. So I definitely cheated a little bit. <laughs> Not only did I steal it from you, but I clumped them together. But um, I have you had a chance to play any of these? No, but I've seen like videos of them, and they look really fun to play. I would always, I've always wanted to play them. Yeah, I'm right. So this is about the time period where I fell off of Sonic for a long time. At this point. Um, not for, I've never not been interested in the games, but I think in the early 2000s is when I really fell into RPGs a lot. So most of my money and most of the time I could get people to buy me, my parents to buy me games, it was an RPG that I wanted to play. So I missed a lot of the, a lot of Sonic games in this time period. And these are one of the ones I regret missing the most. Um, they were developed by Dimps. Um, it's a, I know I meant to look up some of the other things they've made because I recognize the name, um, but I'm pretty sure they've done other stuff for handhelds. Um, but yeah, all three of them were just known for being fast paced, um, doing a good job of kind of keeping up to the old school Sonic vibe. Um, there, when you collect all the Chaos Emeralds in any of the versions, you'd unlock a sound test feature, a boss time attack, and uh, also the Tiny Chow Garden. Um, and this also introduced. Um, What's her name? Cream, the rabbit. I think this one, it's either this one or like the Rush games that introduced Blaze the Cat. Yeah, Ru- the first Rush game introduced Blaze the Cat. Okay. Um, which those were also made by the same team at, at Dimps. But uh, this super cool looking game that honestly, now after like watching some videos and like being reminded of them, they're back on my list of like mm-hmm. things I want to add to my collection soon. Um, yeah. So are you going to... Do you have a, a Game Boy or a D, an old DS to play those kinds of games on? I have a... I think I have a Game... One sec. GB... Game Boy Advance... A Game Boy Advanced SP, I believe. The one that flips open? Yeah, it's it's Toy Story themed. <laughs> oh, you got a sticker on it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have. I love my SP. Yeah. Um, It's what I started playing uh, Pokemon Sapphire on, which is one of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Hey, Sapphire, it's actually probably one of my least favorite gens, but it's still a good gen. Um, Too much water. Too much water. (laughs) I don't know. We don't need to get into that. But I, yeah. Um, Now that you have, since you have a Game Boy, you should definitely try to find these. I bet they, I don't think they're super expensive. Probably maybe complete in box, but just the cartridge probably isn't, like, isn't too bad. Um, 
All right, since I cut you off, what came next, Connor? Well, you know, it was Sonic Heroes, which were at least for the GameCube, the PS2, and Xbox. Yeah. What was unique about these ones? Um, well, well, you know, you had the system where, you know, you could play three characters at once, basically. The speed, the, like, f- the flight, and, you know, strength, like, mm-hmm. for, it was, like, one team was N- Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, Rouge, I think Gamma, and um, Shadow, then Amy, Big, and Cream. Yep. And there was a Chaotix team, too, wasn't it? With Vector. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I've... So, fun fact. I can't... I have had this game for a very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought it at GameStop when it was on sale when I work, at the point when I already worked there, but probably about 2006, 2007, and I have never played it. I honestly could have left the wrapping on it. That's how little I've ever played it. Yeah, like, I saw it on your in your cupboard when we were in your room. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I need to play it because I've heard good things. It's kind of considered, it, it's kind of considered that fine line where it was just, it was not the series high point, but it was just before they started being considered really bad. Um, but it has a lot of fun. A lot of people have a lot of fun memories for it. And that theme song, have oh, you ever heard yeah, it? Yeah, that theme song is. Yeah, it's a banger. There's no doubt about that. That song slaps. It does. That's, that's Just for, like the intro. The yeah. new intro. Dude, slapping. That's for Caleb. When I say slaps, I'm saying it from from a boy Caleb. He's going to appreciate it. <laughs> he hates it when people say slaps, so I say it sometimes just to just to sound hip, like a replacement. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was the first multi-platform <laughs> Sonic game. So it came out on the PS2, the Xbox, and the GameCube, and also on PC. And... Uh, yeah, this was one of the last games I believe that Yuji Naka did. The, he was one of the Original the main Sonic team members. Yep. Yeah, this one was the one that had like the big like dragon um, metal Sonic boss fight, right? I don't, I didn't, I don't know. Oh yeah, I forgot you I, didn't I tr- play it. I trust you though. I should have looked up more, but that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So I do. I don't know. Is this game two player? Um, I don't think so. I think it's only one player, and you control all three. You can just switch between them. Dude, the game would be... I would honestly have probably played it if it was multiplayer. That's <laughs> yeah. probably why I never did. I don't know why I bought it then, but I don't know. I have it. One day I'm going to play it. All right. The next release. This is where Sonic really jumped into the next level. This is where Sonic just became dark, and the, the, the dark franchise that we know as of today. This is where his Jack 2 transformation... This is... Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, I thought from my list here just shows Sonic Rush. That's what's next. But oh, since yeah. it's not, and I thought we were just doing like mainline Sonic games. Not oh, that's fair. I, I this I okay. So to be fair, I almost left it off because it is not a Sonic game because there is no Sonic. But I felt like it would be a sin not to talk about it just yeah. because it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> guns yep it's this is sonic the hedgehog with guns buddy shadow this is also sonic this is the most sonic right here it's also known as the only game the only sonic game to ever use a swear word because he he says hell oh i thought he said damn no but now you did (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) now i have to put a parental advisory (laughs) label on this episode who thinks that's an actual cuss word come on i don't know well i if you ever go to a dam and you look at it (laughs) and you say what "What a dam then and are you swearing i don't think so that's what you were talking about (laughs) i was was obviously talking about a dam i don't know um so anyway yeah you play as shadow and it's 
some story about him trying to figure out his past and why he was created and who he is. Who he is. It's very self-reflective, but he's very angry and he's got guns and he gets a lot of different weapons. I'm pretty sure he like kills the president. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you if you're Shadow the Hedgehog and you're mad? <laughs> the ultimate life form. I, I obviously put this quote here because I liked it. So Game Informer staff uh, writer Matt Hel- Helgeson said, not only is the new adult interpretation of Sonic painfully dumb, it's also ill-advised and almost feels like a betrayal to longtime fans. Dude did not like Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> so I, this is one of those games where I kind of, I feel like I hear people talk somewhat fondly about it, but I bet they were probably kids when it came out. Yeah. I never played it, so I don't have anything to say about it, other than I just remember the controversy around the child franchise Sonic growing up and becoming, you know, people thinking it should be at least teen it, Yeah, it's kind of like what they're doing now with, like, the Scooby-Doo franchise. They're throwing out Scooby-Doo and making Velma the main character. And making it more adult. Yeah. Strange. I don't know. Well, what came out next? Well, my list here says that would be Sonic. Shon- Sonic. Shannick the Hatchack. <laughs> Sonic Rush and Sonic Rush Adventure for the DS. Yep. Which released in November 15, 2005 and September 18th, 2007. Yep. So these games kind of bookmarked around the next game. But once again, they're so similar, I figured why not just lump them together. Um, so it's very much so was just a con- kind of a continuation of the Sonic Advance games. Um, but one of the cool things is it uses both screens of the DS. So you get a lot more um, uh, outlook on the level, a lot more visual from the level. And I thought that was cool. I've never played them, but I definitely, especially the first one, really wanted to. And, like you mentioned earlier, who did they introduce? Blaze the Cat, which I also wanted to point out that they could have done so much more with this character. In, the, in like, the first game, they literally give her her own, like, super form with the Chaos Emeralds, I believe. And they just scrap it. <laughs> <laughs> to all throw it away so you mean like after that game they've never used it again yeah it's, it's all gone it's really weird i don't know why would they do that it seems like they obviously had a lot of plan for her and this game was pretty well reviewed and like people really liked it sold well has blaze been in any other of the other games um well you know she's been in like she's never been playable in any other games but she's been in like cutscenes for sonic generations like sonic forces i thought she was in forces I've never played Forces because it's bad. Sorry. How dare you? We're <laughs> going to talk about this later. Oh, we are? Oh, yeah. You get ready. I'm ready. So what came out next, this is yeah. a big one. This is probably the most well-revered Sonic game what that's ever mean? come out. What do you mean this is the best game? How well, dare you? Yeah, that's what well-revered means. People loved it. That's what revered means? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just making up words now. Uh, what game is it, Connor? I'm pretty sure it's your turn. Oh, well, it is. Sonic the Hedgehog. Not the first Sonic the Hedgehog, the new Sonic the Hedgehog. Also known as Sonic 06. Sonic 06 came out on November 14, 2006. It was the first, at that time, next-gen Sonic game. It came out on PS3 and 360. The first one to really introduce, you know, modern Sonic, right? Yeah, he was more modern, that's for dang <laughs> sure. So anybody who knows anything about Sonic 06 knows that this game was a complete failure when it comes to reviews and gameplay and just not being any good. It, it sold well because people were excited for it, but this was... The, you could say that the couple of 3D games that came out before this were probably 
the Sonic series was going on a, on a slight downhill, but this is where the game tripped and fell down off the cliff. Sonic 06 is more of a meme now than it is an actual game that people like to play. Yeah. But I do like that like there's a group of like developers and people who's actually remaking the game. And trying it's, to fix the gameplay? Like, it's called Project 06, I believe, and I think that would be really cool. Yeah, and to be fair, I've never actually played this game. It is on... I want to get it for PS3 so that I can actually go back and try it and see if it's just as bad as people say. I sometimes tend to like things that aren't that good. Like, I mean, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 is probably a prime example. Everybody hated that game, but I loved it. James uh, Anderson, he, I've talked to him before. He doesn't hate any Sonic game, he says. He loves them all, including including uh, Sonic 06. Okay, and so have you played Sonic 06? <laughs> I wish. Okay, so neither of us have actually played it. So... Um, we'll have to ask James one day, James, not James, what he actually liked about it. But, um, <laughs> there were some weird things in this game. They, this is, they added more human characters, um, with, uh, Princess Elise, who you have to escort around some, sh- some stages, apparently. You do get to play some levels as Shadow, um, and some levels as Silver, who I believe this was Silver's first, um, introduction. Yes. And- I believe that, you know... He's coming back from the past to stop Sonic from, I believe, like, causing Armageddon or something. It's pretty deep. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100%. So, I know that this game was their attempt, like, to follow the success of, completely randomly, movies like Spider-Man 2 and Batman Begins. How those were successful because they were slightly gritty, but they were also, like, they really took the their main character and elevated him to a new height. And uh, they wanted to kind of capture that. But it probably didn't help that um, halfway through the development of the game, um, where is it at? Yuji Naka was that his name? I just said his name earlier. Now I forgot what it. Is. Yeah, Yuji Naka, the one of the guys who'd been with the Sonic since the beginning, um, dropped out. Uh, he went to create his own company, um, and so instead, so the game kind of hit a road bump there, and then they also split yeah. the team to work on Sonic and the Secret Rings. I was thinking about that. I was like. I didn't know if it was this game, but I was pretty sure it was this game that they, they split up and yep. to work on two different projects. And that wasn't smart. No. And um, they also rushed the release because they wanted to get it out for the holiday season. So all of those things were really stupid because <laughs> here's the thing. One of the things I learned most about this game when reading about it was that people looking at this game and playing the game, or early demos of the game at E3 and other conventions in the months prior to the game's release were super excited for it. They said what they played was really good. So something happened that doesn't often happen. Usually, like those previews for a game, they are very telling as to whether or not a game is going to be good. And it's rare that people play it, love it, and are excited for it, and it comes out and is trash. Maybe they just really liked bad games. <laughs> well, I I don't know. One of these days I need to play this game. But kind of in conclusion here, I, th- I saw this... Uh, Dave Helverson, he worked. He was a reviewer for Play Mag- Ma- Magazine. One of the only people that really truly defended the game. I originally gave the Xbox 360 version a 9.5 out of 10. Really high score. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah, so he praised the game. The, he loved the controls. He loved the abilities. And he called it the best Sonic 3D game. In the following issue, he reassessed his review and gave it an 8.5 out of 10. 
And he said that he was told at the time of his initial review that the loading times and glitches in the review copy were going to be patched out before the game was released. Since they weren't, he felt it was necessary that he um, <laughs> reassess his review. But he wasn't done yet. He, when the PS3 came, version came out, which apparently came out two months after the 360 oh, version, gosh. he reviewed it again, was so frustrated with the problems and how they hadn't been corrected, and that he felt like the performance was worse, despite the extra development time on the PS3. So he gave this version a 5.5 out of 10. <laughs> One thing I do want to mention in this game. Um, that weird uh, scene with the princess and Sonic, um, why? <laughs> Oh yeah, I was gonna bring that up because they um, there was romance and they like kiss, right? Yeah, they do the do 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 they do 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 do. I don't want to know what that they did in the version Connor saw. It's not. Oh gosh. They kissed, and it's very awkward and very weird because who wants to see a hedgehog and I guess he's a humanoid hedgehog to some extent and a human kiss, but just weird. I don't know what they were thinking. Very odd. But nonetheless, I still want to play it <laughs> in all of its weirdness. Yeah. Maybe one day. One day we'll have a, a Sonic 06 stream. We'll stream it for all of my loyal listener. All five of them. <laughs> no, there's more. There's more. If you tell me there's more. Um, anyway, I know how many people listen to this. You can't trick me. You can't make me feel bad, Connor. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I know you are. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, I am. Um, okay. You're well, Chris. on that note of us just kidding so much, what game came out next? Well, that would be um, Sonic and the Secret Rings, which released for the Wii in uh, November 14th, 2006. Yep. Have you played this one? No, but the despite what people say, I do want to play it. Yeah, I, I remember when it came out. Um, I, w at GameStop, we used to be able to basically rent games or check them out. Um, and, and I remember taking it home and playing it just a little bit and not loving it. Um, I'm not, not to say I might not like it more now, but it's kind of on rails and I just wasn't a big fan of that. And on rails means it's just linear. You only go one direction. You can't really go back. Um, so it was just very all forward momentum and, uh, that should be fun for like, you know, speed and stuff, but one thing that Sonic at this point was already lacking a lot was speed. In um, the 3D games, they were really struggling with figuring out how to make the blue blur exactly that. Speed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they made it. He was a lot slower. Speed is the whole reason I like Sonic. I like fast. Mm -hmm. Flash, one of my favorite superheroes, because he's fast. I just like the thought of running really fast. Mm -hmm. It's super cool. I mean, that's he's and that's what Sonic is. He is fast. <laughs> he is speed. And and they really kind of killed that here, but the the what's it called? What made this game unique? I guess what was the game? What was the story that it was based off of? Um, King Arthur, like the Round Table stuff. No, I believe. not this one. Uh, not this one. Uh, Arabian Nights. So it had to do the more thing from with Aladdin. Kind of, yeah, kind of like Aladdin themed. There was a magic carpet. There was a, a genie. Um, stuff like that. This was the first in the um, what what they call it? The Sonic Storybook. Oh yeah, it's um, a collection maybe. Yeah, um, use the Wii remote to like control and stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, and overall the reviews were average. Some reviewers really liked the visuals and they considered it a whole an improvement over Sonic 06, but um, most were critical of the controls and the inconsistent inconsistent difficulty. So the next big Sonic game, continuing in the 3D realm, was Sonic Unleashed. This came out in, uh, this was a big gap. 
Nope, that's because I'm wrong. Sonic Unleashed wasn't next. Sonic and the Black Knight was next. That's the King Arthur one. That's the King Arthur one. Um, so this came out March 3rd, 2009, uh, three years after The Secret Rings. And then, yeah, this was their continuation of that storybook series. So like you said, instead of the Arabian Nights, they used the King Arthur th- theme. Um, all of the characters were themed off of Knights of the Round Table and different villains and heroes from that time period. Um, overall, this game got really mixed reviews. Apparently the graphics were good. Gameplay, not so much. The Controlling the swords and stuff. Yeah, didn't I'm pretty sure he had like uh, Excalibur too. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. At this point, I'd kind of given up on the series, and I had no interest in playing this. Um, did you ever play it? No, I have not, actually. I definitely wouldn't say that I don't want to play it. Um, just as a fan of the franchise, I kind of want to go back and play some of these that I haven't played to see if they're as bad as people said they were. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, all the games that I haven't played, I want to play, except for Knuckles Chaos. Yeah. So the one thing, and the kind of bad thing about these games and the one we're going to talk about next too is sega's kind of tried to forget they exist mm-hmm. um and you can i guess you could say this is however people want to view it some people probably say it's good that they want to forget but as somebody who just thinks that video games whether they're good or bad should be part of history going forward um doesn't like that but they they were so focused on future releases that after having three four critical failures in a row they basically delisted them all, stopped selling them, took them off the on- online stores where they were, and tried to just make people forget about them mm-hmm. so they could just focus on the future. So because of that, Sonic and the Secret Rings, Sonic and the Black Knight, um, Sonic 06 too, are most likely stuck on the consoles that they were released on. Um, especially Sonic and the Secret Rings and the Black Knight because of the Wii controls added mm-hmm. in, the motion controls. They're I think probably they were never only ever... Ported. Yeah. They're only ever what? They were probably only ever planned to be on the Wii, and if anything else, the Wii U, but... Yeah. No, I think you're right, and I, I think at this point, I doubt we're going to get re-releases of them or any remakes. Maybe. Maybe one day they'll surprise us, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it. But one thing that I thought sounded cool about this game that they added was it says that the stages featured, and this is just me reading directly from the, what I found... The stages featured uh, townspeople that would cheer the player on and some that Sonic could interact with. These actions and the player's deeds would be judged at the end of each stage, updating his night ranking, ranking accordingly. When you'd interact with these characters, the player may do a quick time button input. Doing so correctly would take away 20 of Sonic's rings and give them to the townsperson. In return, he'd receive a gift at the end of the stage. In some stages, it is required to give a specific amount of rings to townspeople before reaching the goal. Um, yada, yada, yada. But doing this... Um, had just seemed like it had a lot of i just thought that was kind of cool like you could completely skip a lot of the townspeople if you wanted to or you could interact with them give them rings and you'd actually get items um it would unlock id points for online play stuff and uh and you could use those points also to buy rarer items so i don't know this just sounded kind of cool um so what was the next release that would be um sonic sonic unleashed for the ps2 PS3, Wii, and Xbox 360. This released on uh, November 16th of 2010. Yep. So that one's weird because this was so late. The PS2 had been out for so long, but yet they still released it on the PS2. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, reading over this, I found out that the reviews, generally speaking, for the Wii and the PS2 version were better than the reviews for the PS3 and 360, yeah. which was pretty uncommon for multi-console games. Yeah, but I'm going to say about this game... The opening cutscene 
is so good. It's like you're watching a movie. It's such a good cutscene. Hmm. I've never watched it. I've never played this game. Have you? So have you actually played it, or you just watched the opening cutscene? I've seen play of it. It's the cutscene is just so good. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. We'll have to watch it. You'll have to show me because I I had no idea that it was that good. I know that I've heard people talk about this game and talk about because there's two versions. You play as Sonic. And then at night you turn into uh, Werehog, the Werehog. Um, and I've heard the Sonic portion of the game was actually pretty yeah. good, and the Werehog portion, which is more what like an action, like beat em yeah. Up? The reason it wasn't liked as much is because while the the Sonic ones would fast pace, this one these levels could take thirty to an hour to actually complete. And were the controls kind of wonky? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I wouldn't be surprised because whenever they get down, they slow things down too much. The Sonic games always have struggled with having like slow, just wonky controls. I don't know why wonky is my word of choice right now. But <laughs> uh, either way, another game that I kind of want to add to the collection at some point. Now I want to watch the opening video, so we'll have to do that after we're done, so yeah. I can see it. Maybe I can figure out a way to put it on uh, Instagram or something to so people can see it. So the next release in the series um, was the f- the first true sequel in a long time to the original mainline games, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 4. And you guys can't see it, but Connor is vomiting over here. He is so disgusted by this game. Yeah, true. Um, so this game released as Episode 1. It came out on October 7, 2010. So Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 1. Then two years later, in May 15, 2012, they released Episode 2. Mm-hmm. They created these, they were originally supposed to be smartphone games, um, but then they ended up making them multi-platform releases, and it was supposed to be a three-part series, um, and that they never finished it. We just got parts one and two. Um, have you, so you've played it? I've played the second one, and I have to say, it, from what I've heard, it's better than the first one, but um, the thing is, they're still on the uh, the, the app store, and... For some reason, they charge you for the first one, but, but they don't charge you for the second one. Well, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, but what I like the physics just don't work. You can run down a hill and then not even make it halfway up and stop. Yeah, see, that's just strange. That that's an issue that I've seen with later Sonic games too. That you didn't really have in the earlier Sonic games. Um, but it, I just remember when this was coming out, there was a lot of hype. A lot of hype for it. And, um, you know, because it was a big deal. It was the first fully downloadable Sonic game, for one thing. This is when the eShops and everything were kind of starting to become a much bigger deal in 2010. And I remember some of my coworkers picking it up, and just nobody talked about it afterwards. Nobody, because nobody liked it. There wasn't, it wasn't a conversation you come into work the next day and talk about how much you liked Sonic 4 Part 1. You just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And that's kind of sad, because to, to have the title straight up sonic the hedgehog 4 and then to be just kind of a a dump of a game you know kind of almost it almost tarnishes that uh, legacy because i don't think anybody ever looks back and thinks the numbered releases were bad they weren't even the first one for what it was was great sonic 1 2 and this. 3 yeah and then 4 came out and it just had to ruin things yeah and they the other thing is they didn't use I don't think they even used classic Sonic as the design. They used modern Sonic. Yep, they use. That's what I read. They used a 3D Sonic design, um, and then they mixed in the 2.5D perspective, and it was like they were trying so hard to ma- just like completely mash the two worlds together, 
but they didn't get it right is what yeah. it sounds like everything i've read basically says the game was just mediocre the second one improved on it a little bit like you said but it just it couldn't find its footing and then the third one just never happened so yeah. i don't know what the story was like in those but if anybody really liked it apparently they don't get to find out how it ends yeah all right um is it your turn yes sir all right what came next well, you have Sonic Colors, which was released on the Wii, and uh, it was actually later remastered for the PS4. It's also released on Switch and Xbox One. Yep. And what was the original release date? Uh, November 16th, uh, 2010. Yep. So what were some unique things about this game? Well, I mean, hmm. they added uh, Wisps, I believe, in this game. Yep. Which have been around... Like in every Sonic game after, for no apparent reason. Are they in all of them? What I mean, they're in Sonic Gen, they're in Sonic Generations, and they're even in Sonic uh, Forces too. I do not remember them in Generations or Forces. Interesting. I don't, I don't doubt it, but I just don't remember it. Um, yeah, I mean the Wisps. So I just played Colors, and I remember when Colors came out and on the Wii, it actually got a lot of positive feedback. People really liked it. And I'd always kind of wanted to play it. And so I uh, recently bought the remastered version on mm-hmm. PS4. Um, and I, it was okay. Uh, I wouldn't say I hated it. Um, it did a good job of kind of having the speed of Sonic. I, I liked some of the Wisp abilities. Some of them felt just kind of annoying, like the rocket one, where you <laughs> just kind of turn into a rocket and shoot straight up when you use it. Um I don't know, never felt that great. I did love the drill. Whenever I got to be the drill and actually drill through the ground or underwater and like get that speed and kind of get going, uh, I enjoyed that ability. And then the one where you could turn into the um, the purple monster um, and you oh. just kind of like plow through and eat stuff and get bigger. Yeah, one thing about this game is that they say that the, like, the remastered one for like the Switch and stuff isn't as good as the first one. Like I've heard that too. It kind of makes me want to go back and play the Wii one to see, actually compare, because I would say that I felt like it was just okay. Like it, it wasn't, um, it wasn't bad. And as far as 3D Sonic goes, 3D Sonic goes, it was it was pretty good. But some levels were much better than others. I found a lot of levels I was just constantly falling like off of platforms because, like you said earlier, like I wasn't getting the right speed. Um, but this was the first game to add the uh, red rings, which became a staple going forward. So, so that was something. Well, anyway, uh, on to the next one. And since this is one of your favorites, I'm going to let you go ahead and take this one. Okay, that would be Sonic Generations for the PS3, Xbox 360, and the 3DS. It was released uh, November 1st of 2011. Yep. So, you've played it. What would you think of it? I think it's really good. I, it's one of the best Sonic games, really. Um, I like how it, like... I like how kind of it mushes all of it together. Because other games have just given you Green Hill Zone for some reason and then thrown you into whole different things. Yeah. But this one gives a, a reason for being there. And I... It's like... I believe it's like one of the first time we see it in 3D, maybe? I'm pretty sure. The Green Hill Zone? Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, as far as I could tell when doing this research, there's nowhere that it mentions that it came back in any other level or any other game. Um, yeah, this so Sonic Generations was the first Sonic game that I bought at release in a long time. Yeah. At the time that it came out. I was 
because they did a good job of selling me on the fact that the three that the old school 2d sonic levels the classic sonic there we go i don't know why classic wouldn't come to my mind but (laughs) that those classic levels were going to be like old school sonic one of my favorite levels in the game is actually um from sonic 06 it's I can't remember what it was called, but it's like when it's all like on fire and stuff. It's actually a really good level. Is that one of the 3D levels? Yeah, it's one of the 3D levels. Yeah, so I, I one thing that I remember is being like expecting because even the reviews were kind of like, yeah, the classic Sonic levels are great, the 3D levels not so much. I actually ended up really enjoying the whole game. Yeah, I remember thinking some of the 3D stuff was a little wonky at times, but overall, like I really liked it. Um, this is one of those games where I kind of feel like if you haven't, if you like Sonic the Hedgehog and you haven't played Generations, it's definitely worth picking up and playing. Um, it's also on the it's on the PS3 360. Also came out in the 3DS, and the 3DS version is apparently much shorter, doesn't have nearly as much content, yeah. um, but overall still just a great game. Yeah, in uh, in it there's a museum, I believe, and if you, I'm pretty sure if you wait long enough or put the right input in your controller you can go down into a secret uh part of the museum that you can get like trophies and stuff if you get codes but i probably don't work anymore oh that sounds really cool i've never seen that i definitely didn't do, do that before when i played it but now i want to see it um, also, do you uh, have it on your game because you have the game yeah yeah i just don't have i don't think i have it installed because i beat it and then i was trying to play a different game so i deleted it because i was done with it really. gotta get that memory one thing I do want to say is I like how you could play any of the levels as either 3D Sonic and see it from a 3D perspective or 2D Sonic and see it from a 2D perspective. Yeah, that's actually... I forgot that was even a thing. That's really cool. I didn't write that down. Yeah, I don't, like for like regular Sonic, like modern Sonic, I would must say, you would get, like they would, they would get different abilities. I'm pretty sure um, the classic Sonic actually got the spin dash and... Uh, mod- modern Sonic got the homing attack, but Sonic uh, Classic Sonic could actually get the uh, homing attack too. If you, and bl- I don't remember how, but it was in the shop, I believe you could. Oh, get... so you could actually like buy it as an upgrade for him. But you couldn't get Sonic Modern Sonic the spin dash. So that would have been too nice. Yep. <laughs> no, it's a cool game. Thanks for actually mentioning that because I forgot about that. But that's really cool that they added that. Um. But yeah, would you say it's? You'd said it's definitely one of your favorites. Oh, definitely. Nice. Yeah, I I think it's one of mine too. It's up there. Um, all right. So next was um the first Wii U release, which was Sonic and the Lost World, which they apparently also released on the 3DS and on PC. Came out October 29th, twenty thirteen. Um, so this game, I had no interest in this game when it came out because I heard it was kind of bland, not great Sonic. Um, not like Generations, more like, you know, Sonic uh, Unleashed and stuff where it just didn't have the great controls. Yeah. Um, but this is one of the ones that I just decided, because I have it, because I'm going for a complete Wii U collection. I already owned it, so I was like, I'm going to play it. Never played it before. And one of my motivation, motivating factors was the fact that um, I knew there was some DLC for the game on the Wii U that um, added some exclusive levels. Mm-hmm. And because once the eShop closes, you're not going to be able to get those, I'm like, I need to make sure to download them now and play them. Um, but that way they're on my console and I'm good. So sure enough, I downloaded those and I played them. And then I had you play them um, yeah. before we started recording. What did you think of them? 
Well, the Yoshi's Island one was it was good, but it wasn't as good as the Zelda one, I must say. The Zelda one was also good, but it's kind of hard to hard to control because I'm used to being able to like turn, being able to turn my Your stick camera and with look, the right yeah. thumb, the right thumbstick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I didn't really enjoy the Yoshi level that much. Um, I love the idea of both of them. And just like, I strongly suggest if anybody has a Wii U that's listening, and even the slightest admiration of Sonic, that there's even a small chance you might eventually play this game at some point. Download these levels, because once they're gone, I, I don't know that they'll ever be available again. I don't think they're available on the PC version. And I doubt this game will get ported with them. I don't know. This game was not reviewed well. Um... But these levels are cool. They did a really good job. The, the Yoshi level has that Yoshi's Woolly World look to it, or even mm-hmm. the old school Yoshi where everything is kind of stitched and ha- like looks like it's handcrafted. Um, and then the Zelda levels, and both of them have great music. They pull music right from the franchises. Yeah. The Zelda level does a really good job. It's more 3D and open. Um, and just they bring in monsters and characters and rupees instead of um, rings. And it just was, it was pretty creative. Its biggest hindrance is it's in a game that is just not the easiest game to control. Yeah, one of the things that I see a lot of people say is people compare it a lot to um, Mario Galaxy. And they don't like it because of that. But a lot of, I don't think a lot of people know that it was actually, the Sega and had a contract with Nintendo that they needed to make three, um, three games for their consoles. So Sonic, I'm pretty sure Sonic Lost World was one of them, along with Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice, and Rise of Lyric. Yeah, yeah. I until you told me that earlier, I didn't realize that. But it's those games were exclusive to yeah. Nintendo consoles, other than PC. But I don't think most of these contracts don't really count for PC much. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really feel like they put a lot of effort into it. I will say this, as far as Lost World goes, it's an actually very pretty game. Um, all of the different levels I've played visually are pretty appealing. Um, but it's mis- and it, it's not a terrible platformer, but it is d- desperately missing speed. There, There is just so... Even when you... Because they do add a spin dash back in this one, but even with that, you don't move very fast. Yeah. It's like... I don't know. It just the, the speed is just severely lacking from this game. It also added the... I don't know if you mentioned it because i wasn't really focused i was looking at my notes um the parkour feature they added that's true yeah which was that was kind of cool because you could run up walls and mm-hmm. um they added a double jump which i don't think was a, in the games before and they brought the wisps back wisps <laughs> that was really hard to say um which kind of made and the game overall felt kind of like a sequel to colors having just played colors not that long ago but yeah overall i'd say it's just okay, um, but I do think that if anybody has any desire to ever play this game and might pick it up for the Wii U at some point, you really should download those bonus levels because they're free, and they're worth. They're going to be gone here in a couple months. At the time of this recording, literally two months from now. So, all right, what game came next, Kana? I think it's your turn. Oh. Um, it's my turn, and the next game was Sonic Mania. Um, Sonic Mania came out on... Did I forget one? No, I'm just... I'm not 100% sure if it's your turn or my turn. Oh, well, at this point, 
I'm going for it. <laughs> yeah. So Sonic Mania was next. Uh, came out on the Switch, PS4, PC, Xbox One. Um, and man, this game was a return to form. You've played Sonic Mania? Yeah, I, I have. It's it's a pretty good game. Hi, Hydrocity is one of my favorite levels. Yeah. So you say pretty good game. There was some hesitation there. Yeah. The one downside is flyer, flying uh, battery zone. I hate it, and I hate the spider boss. It's just annoying. and. So at this point, it's been about five and a half years since this game came out. I played it at launch, and I beat it at launch. Like I beat it within a couple days. I was super excited for it. I loved this game back then. I remember this, the flying battery zone, and I remember really hating that level because I'd constantly be falling off platforms and stuff. Um but other than that, I felt like it was super solid. Just a great return to form. It felt so much like old school Sonic. Um, I loved the uh, the Mean Bean Machine uh, <laughs> boss fight yeah. with Doctor Robotnik. I thought that was super cool. Um, overall, I just I really liked this game. Um, this is where they brought in uh, Christian Whitehead, who um, as a programmer he had worked on some of the mobile ports for Sonic Two and Three, I believe. Yeah. Um, and now he's become kind of like... Actually, one of, wait. I don't think Sonic 3 has a mobile port. I think it was 1 and 2. 1 and 2. So I know he worked on a couple. So all I know is that guy has done a very good job of helping save Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he seems... I mean, he was a player, not just a you know developer. He played the games growing up. And he seems to understand what makes Sonic tick. And this game, it just was... It was solid. I really loved Sonic Mania, and it kind of makes me want to play it again. It's been a while. Um, and then later, um, about, was it a year later, they released Sonic Mania Plus, uh, which gave them the ability or the excuse to do a physical release. Um, they added some content, added Mighty the Armadillo, Ray the Flying Squirrel, who were both from the arcade game Sonic the Hedgehog, and then later, in, uh, at least Mighty was in other stuff. Um, and then it added an encore mode. So, oh, we can't forget the knuckles and knuckles mode. The knuckles and knuckles mode. Yeah, the I mean the and knuckles mode where you can play as knuckles and knuckles. You can both play as knuckles. You like can, you and two player knuckles. Is that what you're saying? I mean, like, so you know how you collect like go into the blue spheres and get enough things, you unlock more modes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them is um and knuckles mode, which allows you to pick a character. It's if you choose like. If you choose Sonic or Tails or Knuckles, Knuckles will be with you, so you can have Knuckles and Knuckles with you. <laughs> and then there's a scene where Knuckles is picking up Knuckles and Knuckles. Man, this is like super like alternate reality stuff here. <laughs> like, what's happening? I did not know that was even a thing. So literally, you can play as Knuckles, and Knuckles can pick up Knuckles and run from Knuckles while Knuckles is Knuckles and Knuckles and Knuckles. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that was a lot of Knuckles. Yeah. Um, so there was a knuckle for you, a knuckle pop. Um, so overall, what did you think? You, you would say you just kind of liked Mania? I, I'm, I'm pretty, I do like it a lot, but it's definitely not my favorite Sonic game. Gotcha. All right, well, what's next? That would be Sonic Forces, which released on the Switch, PS4, PC, Xbox One, and was released on November 7th of 2017. Yeah, it's kind of sad that this game came out after Mania because Mania was such a such a high, (laughs) and then Forces was such a low. Um, Just like the amount of speed Sonic gets in the game. Yeah, no speed. 
So I played this game at the beginning of pandemic at the of the pandemic back in 2020 because it was free. It was a PlayStation Plus game, so I got it for free. Oh, dang it. And I was kind of like, might as well give it a play. And you know, I had extra time, so um I this was a weird game to me because it got a ton of hate. And I didn't hate it, but I wouldn't say I liked it. Um I as you know, I'm a huge trophy hunter i had no desire to go for the platinum at the end of it i didn't want to do all the grinding for the red rings and all the best scores and all the stuff you have to get um story was strange convoluted didn't really make sense but it's kind of a pseudo sequel to generations and it has side-scrolling sonic classic levels yeah Um, they just threw classic sonic in it for some reason yeah and i didn't expect that i think i didn't know that it was a thing so when I played it, I ended up actually really enjoying those levels. Um, and the 3D levels are okay. You And one of the unique things in this game is you get to create your own avatar. Oh, yeah. Which, there's a lot of customization options, but it still was hard to make something I actually liked. Yeah. A big problem that I've seen people talk about with this game is that, like, the 3D Sonic levels is just running straight. You don't do much of a lot of anything else. Just run straight and get to the end. Not a lot of enemies or anything, really. Yeah, I don't really remember that, but I don't... That's the the thing with this game, is I very clearly remember thinking that wasn't as bad as I expected, but now it's been basically three years, and I don't really remember much of the game. I remember, like, the final battle scene and thinking, like, they did a good job of making this kind of epic, but still, like, not memorable. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those... I would never suggest, like, yes, Sonic Force is definitely better than people say it is. I would never really say that. All I'm going to say is I remember liking it more than I expected to. Um, Just one little note, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this was the first third-party game that was officially announced for the Switch um, while the Switch was still known as the NX. Um, I'm almost positive. I remember watching something like there weren't any third party games really announced for or even any first party games and they announced this game was coming out and they said and they actually said it was coming to the nx um just a little random like nintendo themselves said that or was it a leaker it was sega they announced it at an event when they were like talking about they called it the nx yeah, I mean, nobody knew what it was called, or even if they did, they couldn't probably yeah, release the name. They so probably they probably just used the name that it was the code name for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was when you'd look at. I could probably go back and find it, but when you'd look at um, like release slate stuff, and this game was on that list, it would say um, coming out in this you know 2017 tentatively for the Xbox, PS4, and the NX. So. It was a really early um, third-party confirmation game. It was between this and Dragon Quest were one of the first ones because they were both mm-hmm. in early development. So that's about it. We're almost at the end. We have one game left here. And even though it's my turn, I'm going to let you announce the last game. As the guest, I'll let you do it. What's the most recent Sonic game that has come out, Connor? Well, that would be Sonic Frontiers for the Nintendo Switch, Xbox Series X, PS4 slash 5, and PC released um, November 8th of 2022. Yep. So, you've been playing it. What have you thought about it so far? The thing is, I I haven't been playing it a lot because myself went into GameStop to pre-order it and idiotically uh, got it for the Switch instead of the PS4. So, it's, it's not as good as it could be for me. 
because if I think if I got it on the PS4, it would probably be my favorite Sonic game, and probably one of my favorite games at all. But it, but it's not because I got it on a thing that runs it very slowly. And even when you get like all the coins you can, and you get that charge. It's still not as fast as I think it should be. Yeah, knowing the Switch, it probably has a lot of slowdown. I know on the Discord, um, Ben Livid on there, he was mentioned. He bought it for the Switch because he was mm-hmm. excited for it, and he because of the issues, he ended up returning it and buying it on PC, um, specifically because of those issues. So you're not alone. Um, um, but the one thing that I do think is cool is that. Since I pre-ordered it, I got the steelbook that came with it, and the steelbook is just so cool, in my opinion. Yeah, it's the first steelbook I've ever gotten for anything. So. Yeah, I it's a really cool steelbook. I love the look of that steelbook. It was a nice grab, and easily a good reason to pre-order it too. Um, speaking of, somebody recently asked me uh, what my obsession with steelbooks is, and I have to explain that. I think I'm going to save it for the next episode though, because mm. I have to figure out how to explain it because it's really <laughs> kind of nonsense. Um, yeah, but so I just. Like I mentioned earlier, I just got the game a couple days ago at the time of this recording. It was, uh, this is Thursday. I got it on Monday, so I've played it for about three days. I've made it to the second area. What are they called? Second Island? Um, I think, I'm pretty sure they're called, like, the, um, one sec. Can't remember what they're called. Dang it. I want, I want to say Islands. We're going to go with that. If you can, if I'm wrong and you can figure it out, just correct me um starfall islands starfall okay yeah starfall islands so i i made it through the first one i did everything did all unlocked the whole map which i liked that it's very um breath of the wild yeah breath of the wild that open world feel where you're you go you do the challenge you unlock a section of the map there's on tons of unlockables i i honestly honest to god this game has shocked me with how much i've enjoyed it um, 3D Sonic, as we've talked about already, even when they're okay, or even when they're good, they're still just okay. They've really struggled to capture speed and fun and not be super glitchy. This game has the speed, it is super fun, and it's not super glitchy. And the, fast. It's very fast. The rail grinding is fast, the, the spin dashing is fast. I mean, once you max out your rings in this on this island, you get like a boost, so you go even faster. Um, I'm pretty sure you can get upgrades too, like for your the amount of rings you can hold and stuff. But there's one thing that I do want to say. I when I pre-ordered this, when you pre-ordered it, you would get it the day before it came out to the public. And the night when I went to go pick it up, I went in, and they were having some technical issues, so I couldn't get it. I was like, I paid. <laughs> I for, wanted early access. I wanted this. I've been waiting for this. You can't do this to me. <laughs> Connor, are you bringing this up because I worked at GameStop? So you think yes, I can I, actually do something about this? It's your fault. <laughs> it is my fault. When I left, GameStop went downhill. Yeah. That's really what it is. You were what's holding them up. I was the pinnacle of GameStop, and now they're just failing. That You were that one manager. Yeah, it was that one. I almost saved them. Yeah. Sorry, GameStop. It's not my fault. You suck. <laughs> um, yeah, but this game, I have thoroughly enjoyed it so far. Like I said, I'm on the second island. I'm just loving running around, doing the missions. I'm liking fighting all of the different, um, oh, what are they called? The bosses. They have a name. They are called thingamabobs. <laughs> um, I can't remember. But the, the different enemies, they're called a certain name. Um, but the bosses are cool. They have unique ways to beat them, so they're not all just super samey. Um 
there are the cyberspace levels where you have to get enough gears to unlock them and they're more like classic sonic levels and even though they don't go to a classic sonic style it's still this sonic 3d sonic frontiers look um they're very uh they do a good job of being fast though when i have gotten angry at this game it has been at a couple of those levels <laughs> but overall i think those are fun have you played any of those now uh, the cyberspace i'm pretty sure like the tutorial, like, the first level you jump into is a cyberspace level. It's Green Hill Zone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, yes. I I've played a couple. I haven't got past the first island, though, because Switch. Yeah. Have you thought about, like, seeing if you could trade it in or sell it and get the PS4 copy for, like, a cheap, like, only pay a little bit for it? Oh, uh, no. We could. We can look into that later. Yeah. Um, but, um, I was going to say something. Um, you can continue talking while I try to find it. Yep. Um, there's plenty of collectibles in this game. Um, you can get the little little things called the Cocos, which uh, you use those to upgrade um, your your move sets, I believe. The memory tokens, which you use to trigger cutscenes and conversations with the different friends and characters on the map. Um, yeah, and then there's the what are they called? The berries and the the other things that you can use to upgrade your health and your your um, defense. Yeah, I I was remember so like a couple months I believe after the game was released, like actually a couple weeks they announced that they were going to be doing a kind of like DLC with Monster Hunter I believe or you would get Sonic Sonic would get a um a Monster Hunter like outfit for completely free I thought that was really cool they also gave him a Santa outfit for Christmas <laughs> and I saw they're actually doing like story dlc too right like they have a, a roadmap with more content coming out in the future uh, that would be so i can't wait for that it's so cool yeah so all in all i would you agree with me when i say that this is a game that if somebody considers them considers themselves a fan of sonic they should definitely play i think if they've ever played sonic any if they've played any game and liked it at all they should play it yeah I, I think that's pretty high praise. I definitely think it's playable. I, I think it's... I mean, I haven't finished it yet. I think I'm halfway through. But yeah, I've really, really enjoyed it so far. And I definitely think it's a must-play in the Sonic franchise. So that sums up the the Sonic franchise as far as the main entries go. Um, there are some that I left out just because this was going to be a long conversation anyway. But there were releases on the Game Gear, a couple of them which do consider kind of fall into the 2D canon. Um, one of them I liked a lot, Sonic Triple Trouble. I had that game when I was a kid and I loved it. Gosh, I can't believe you didn't add Sonic Boom games. Those are like the <laughs> best games in the franchise. They didn't consider them, I don't know what they consider them, but they didn't consider them mainline franchise games. Um, because they were probably from the Sonic Boom instead yeah. of regular. Yeah. So I, th I think that must be it. But yeah, those were left out. All of the spinoff stuff was left out. I mean, there's even other stuff. Um, I even left out, like, the Neo Geo game. Like, there's all kinds of Sonic content that we left out. And if we ever wanted to, we could have another episode just on other Sonic stuff. Sonic fan games, Sonic merch. Yeah. Oh, and the comics, the cartoons. There's Sonic stuff to be talked about for days. The Sonic Underground theme song is amazing. So I have never heard it, but I'll have to listen to it now. The old school Sonic show, the... Um, I'm not Saturday, gonna sing it. Saturday but night. There was a Saturday AM cartoon, and then there was the the darker one with Sally, um, Sally the Squirrel, and all those characters. Um, Bunny Rabot, um, 
that show was great. Had a great theme song. Sonic um, Prime came out recently. It's also a really good show. It's on Netflix. It like it does. It did an MCU. Just dived into the multiverse. It was. It's amazing. I'm gonna have to watch it because I've actually heard it's really good by multiple people now. Well, you and people online. So yeah, they so, um. The thing is, they were actually replaced like all the a- a- actors with um. I believe the record they were doing it in Canada, so like all the new actors are actually Canadian. Oh, eh? So. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> They're so stupid. But yeah, so there's a lot of Sonic content out there, um, and we really only touched the the main stuff. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we didn't bore people too much with all of our Sonic conversation. And wait, I just noticed that you said all the main stuff, but we talked about Sonic chaotic. I mean Knuckles chaotic. So that's main stuff. To it's me, not. it's main stuff. Your main stuff. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, so before we kind of conclude, um, I did ask on Instagram and on the Discord for people's favorite Sonic game and favorite Sonic memories, if they had either. Um, so I did get some responses. Um, my beautiful wife, Chow Bella, said, when my husband plays it and yells. So yes, she did happen to be in there when I was playing Sonic Colors, I think, and possibly Frontier, because those have both been recently, and was raging at something. <laughs> I don't remember what. But thank you for your contribution, as always, love. <laughs> um, your mom, Mac 96 said, original Sonic. But she said, original Sonic. <laughs> original is all caps. <laughs> I don't so, know why she did that. So she likes the OG Sonic, apparently. Yeah. Um, fun fact, actually, the, OG, the original Sonic, I actually only played because your, sis- your mom, my sister, uh, bought me a Sega Genesis or let me borrow one. I don't know. I remember having Sega Genesis for a short period of time. And I was able to play and beat the first Sonic. She got it for you as a birthday present, Chris. That was probably not it. Merry birthday. (laughs) Merry birthday, miss. Um, (laughs) Thank you for your contribution, Connor. Um, DDSart72 said, Watching my friend play Sonic at his house because I've never played it. That's a good memory. Uh, Now I want to know which Sonic, dude. Um, Rodarb said the much faster and strongest Sonic Shadow the Hedgehog. So we got a Shadow fan here. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Eric uh, Gonzalez said Sonic and Knuckles, um, which was definitely a good one. I wish I'd play. I need to play it more. And one day I want to have the cartridge. I want to get a stack of them and have the Tower of Power of Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles. It would probably cost a lot of money. (laughs) I'm sure it would. Um, extra that Alex Stravaganza said Sonic Two on the Genesis, and his favorite memory because he had one of those as well was um, discovering Sonic in the first place and being amazed that a video game character could move that fast. But almost equally, my favorite memories are all of the all of the great TV shows, comics, and now movies uh, that fill out his character even more than the games could. And I agree, especially the comics and cartoons. Man, I loved me some old school Sonic. That was the thing. I'm going to get a little off topic for a second. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, when we were kids, me and Alex both, I remember we weren't super friends then. <laughs> super friends. We weren't really, we just kind of knew each other. But I remember the few times we hung out, he had Sonic comics. And like, I would bring mine when we'd hang out too. And dude, like, I loved Mario as well, but you couldn't get Mario comics and the cartoons were trash. Um, Sonic, great cartoons, great comics. So, so it, the, you, I'm guessing you guys read the Archie comics yeah yeah wasn't like he originally brown in the archie comics i don't remember maybe that would be weird <laughs> now i need to look it up why was he sonic the blue the brown blur i'm pretty <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even <laughs> i'm pretty sure what happened was like 
it's weird. The the comics lore is just really weird. I don't remember that. If it if it was, I'm curious. Maybe Alex knows because he. I think he's actually read them all. I just read the ones I had. Um, Nicholas Frederick said, "My first Sonic game was Sonic Advance. Um, for some reason, the Tiny Chow Garden was my favorite part." Mm-hmm. And then it continued on in the comment or in the direct message. He said, "You could buy the little guy's fruit and the toy ducky, and it was the cutest thing." <laughs> I get it. The Chow Garden is amazing. I need to play the Game Boy Advance. That's what we should do. We should both get a copy of the Game Boy Advance one and uh, actually like trade on the Chow Garden and stuff because you could do that. Hush, I'll give you my shiny Chow. <laughs> right. Uh, then Jalen. Um, Jalen Abwan said I remember watching the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog in the 90s at my grandparents house they must have had it on VHS but Sonic defeating Dr. Robotnik and his contraptions is pure nostalgia my favorite game I believe was Sonic Advance on the Game Boy SP I would play Cream with her sidekick Cheese and just spam the same attack uh, this part made me laugh when we sent it yesterday I also remember selling Sonic drawings at my elementary school for like two bucks a pop <laughs> I think I made like six bucks <laughs> Great. I appreciate the feedback. And just to finish up, I think I had a couple comments on the Discord. So I'm pulling that up. Um, once again, I definitely appreciate everybody's uh, participation. It's always nice to get these extra extra comments on for the episode. Um, Jer Bear said Sonic Mania. And it's easy because it's the only one he's played. And wish I told him you need to play some more Sonic games, bro. Uh, and then he needs to listen to the episode. And then Ben Livid said he has a hard time choosing between Generation CD and Riders Zero Gravity, although mm-hmm. Frontiers is probably up there too. So I thought that was cool because you don't see those ones. I've never seen anybody say Riders Zero Gravity. That was the Connect game, I believe. But oh, I think he means Sonic Riders. Oh, yeah, Sonic Riders Zero Gravity. I there's... didn't know that. Was... I own um the first. I own the. I own the. I like. I don't know if it's the first one. But I own Sonic Riders. And I have, like, uh, an Xbox 360 to play it on. I just haven't hooked it up. Oh, well, we need to play that. Because I've never played either of those games. Um, But I appreciate that he really likes Generations, because Generations is great. It is. It's such a good game. So, thank you all again for your comments and your participation. I really appreciate it. Um, And the next episode, I hope I get a lot of participation, because the episode will require it. Um, anyway, a little sneak peek for what's coming. Um, all right. So that kind of summing it up. So in conclusion, I have one question for you, Connor, and I'm going to ask myself the same question, but do you have a top three favorite Sonic games? Why? Of course. What are they? Well, third place goes to the most recent Sonic game, Sonic, uh, Frontiers. I believe it would be probably my favorite Sonic game if I had got it for a different console than the Switch, but I'm an idiot. (laughs) You made a mis- mistakes were made. <laughs> Lessons have been learned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't buy anything on the Switch. Well, not nothing, because how are we going to play uh, Tears of the Kingdom if we don't buy anything on the Switch? I never, Our... I never even played the Breath of the Wild. Oh, my gosh. I What's sold going it. on here? Oh, this kid. I'm sorry, guys. Ignore him. He's not my nephew. No, I couldn't no, play it. No mutinies. <laughs> I literally couldn't play it. Why? Did it not work? Because I, I tr- I, my Switch was all beaten up. Oh, that's right. So you it, could... I'd have a pro controller. It just wouldn't work. It yeah. would always disconnect, and it was it was annoying trying to play when my character was always turning around when I was using it handheld. So I just. Yeah. So what you need to do now that you replaced your switch is play it on your new switch. Yeah, well that means I'd have to buy it again. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure somebody will let you borrow it. I might still have it. I'll have to check. Um. All right. What's number two? Two Sonic Generations. Okay, I mean, that's a great one. It's it's amazing. 
I, yeah, no, it definitely is. It did. It was the first one to do a good job of doing 3D. Really, do a good job. All right, what's your what's your all time fave? My all time fave is Sonic. Oh, I'm kidding. It's uh, <laughs> it's Sonic Talk Twist. It's Sonic Two, yeah. the classic. I don't think you can. I just don't think you can beat Sonic Two. Yeah, I mean. It was like the first Sonic game I played. I had to play the phone ports because I didn't have a Genesis because probably like a bunch of money. I don't think they're that expensive, but it still is a matter of getting one. And the making game. Making sure it works. Getting the game. Yeah. It's still yeah. it's still a process and expense. Um, yeah, and the phone ones are free, so. Gave you a I, way to play it. Yeah, I still, I mean, it's really fun. The one downside about the game really is how awkward the placements of like, like enemies are. Because there's one where you're going up an elevator and then this praying mantis thing just chucks their things at you and you have no <laughs> way of avoiding it. Well, you should have been fast. That's what Sonic is. He's fast. You just need to avoid it with your speed. <laughs> or you just lose the rings and you keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So honestly, I think your list and my list are the same. I thought about it a lot and I, I think the best memories I've had with the Sonic franchise... And it seems like a sin to put a game that I just played, I've only played in the last week, for on the top three of my list. But man, I, I don't see how I don't like it more than almost any other Sonic game I've played. It's been so much fun to play so much so far. That's why I would put it at number three. I wouldn't put it at number one yet, at least. Um, but Generations was great. I truly enjoyed it. It was, after a long hiatus from the series, it was the first Sonic game in a long time that I truly enjoyed. And then Sonic 2 as just the best memories for me attached to it. So I'm um, going to my, like I said earlier, going to my friend Nick's house and playing it. Um, it was kind of the most common game. If people had a Sega Genesis, they had it. Like I remember playing it. The music is great. The gameplay is great. Uh, it just added so much to the series. And it's a classic and probably the one I played through the most. If I'm being honest, I bet you anything if I'd played Son- one of the Sonic Advances they would probably be in my top yeah. three. Just looking at them and knowing my weird affection for Game Boy Advance games, I probably would rate it very for high. For me, I probably would rate uh, Sonic Rush because I just think those, the, that game just looks amazing and fun. Yeah, I agree. One of these days we'll have played them all. Maybe we'll do a follow-up episode in the future when we've had time to play Gotta some play of them, them all, you and, know I mean? and rank them all according to what we thought of them. <laughs> Every Sonic game ever made featuring Sonic... <laughs> made by <laughs> yeah hopefully no uh hopefully this episode will actually be here in the future and you can actually listen to yeah. it it's not taken down but anyway connor i appreciate you coming on here how was it amazing Chris. amazing oh man i'm glad i could make this an amazing I'm, experience i'm not gonna you. lie to you i have watched every single episode of your podcast you watched Multiple it so like, times. while you were listening to it, you were watching your phone? No, I would listen to it while I was playing games. Even ones that I didn't think I would like, the ones where you talked about racing with Nathan or what you talked about, like, the puzzle games. I didn't think I would like those, but I just listened to them while I was doing stuff. Oh, I'm glad that I could add this enjoyment to your life. <laughs> I do that's what, I, that's what I'm here for, just to bring a little bit of joy. <laughs> no, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you could come on here. It was fun. I'm glad we could talk about something that you like so much. Uh, hopefully, for those that have listened, they even if you're not a big Sonic fan, you're able to learn some stuff, maybe want to play some of the games in the future. Um, yeah, you can feel free to to, to reach out to, to us on Discord. or He's on... Oh, my gosh. Connor is in the Discord as well. Um, but, yeah, always feel free to ask questions or get advice. But, anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up now. Um, 
thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, keep in mind, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at xbuttongaming, Twitter at xbuttongaming1, or uh, you can join the Discord to join in on all of the video game conversations we have on there. And remember to always press X to continue.